0: Well, hello everyone. It's Twiggy here. I'm back to do a new season of podcasts. So I'm quite excited because it's been a while and we've been recording over the last few months and some of these recordings we did before the sad passing of Her Majesty the Queen. So I just wanted you to know that. Well, this is exciting. I'm now going to talk to two beautiful young ladies from the band Banana Rama, Sarah and Karen, and they have had massive hits in the charts over the last 40 years, and I'm very excited because I'm a huge fan. They've had a new album out this summer, a gorgeous album called Masquerade, and I'm going to find out all about it. Oh, Sarah, Karen, hello! Hi, oh, hello, This is so exciting and for us too. I'm thrilled to be here. <laughs> yeah, how are you? Very yes, well, good. Thank yeah. you. Well, yeah. Where
1: are you? Where are you, Karen? I'm in Cornwall, which oh, is sunny for a change. <laughs> yes, and I'm in North London.
0: Oh, and I'm in West London, Southwest London. So um, lovely. So, it, whereabouts in Cornwall? Because it's lo- I love it down there. Um, it's gorgeous. Kind of just outside a town
2: called. Wade Bridge, but sort of near Padstone oh, Rock, near the yeah, estuary,
0: in the north on the north coast. That is, yes. isn't it? I can see you have a one. Nobody can see, but Karen's drinking from a Very wonderful large. cup with greyhounds on. It, it looks like isn't it? little whippets. Well, I've got a sort.
2: I've got a half whippet. Have you locked her away? No, she's gone to bed. She gets bored when I'm at the computer, so she goes and gets <laughs> under. She goes and gets under the
0: covers. So have you got tea in your um, Whippet cup? I do. I have standard tea. Oh. White with sugar. White with sugar. What have you got, Nara? I've got uh, twinings. Oh, Grey. Oh, nice. And I've got um, lemon and ginger. Oh. Very nice. Good for the throat. Oh, this is so exciting. And listen, (laughs) your people sent me through your album, but I only got it this morning. So, um, I've, I've, I've had a quick whip through, but I had found Masquerade last week online. Yes. It's gorgeous. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's That's you. the single,
0: isn't it? Yes, it, it is. is. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, fa- you sound amazing. Did you write that?
1: Yes, we did.
0: Yeah. Amazing. I wrote the
1: um, lyrics during lockdown. So it was about people being accepted for who they are without having to put on all these different faces to the world and wish the world could be that way. and, And people weren't judged so harshly. So that was the idea of the song. And uh, we filmed the video in Puglia. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh,
0: Mike. I was going to... I think before you came and I was talking, it's absolutely gorgeous. Is that where it was, Puglia? Yeah.
1: We managed to get out there on about a week where you could fly out of the country because this was sort of locked down. So we managed to get out there in October and it was still really warm. And our friend has this gorgeous castle called Castle Elvira, which he was doing up and it took him three years. I say that
0: is an amazing was stunning, the place. Um, so he bought that. I thought maybe it was yes. just a kind of castle to rent.
2: <laughs> he bought it as a ruin and mm. renovated it fantastically. And as luck would have it, he's also a director and artist. So we, <laughs> yeah, we got him and his partner work on artworks and they did the cover.
0: Fabulous. And, uh, yeah, the cover's gorgeous. And filmed
2: um, and he directed and his partner, David, Showman filmed the whole video on an iPhone, which was remarkable.
0: That's shot Cause... on an iPhone. Yep. Yeah. Oh my yep.
2: goodness. I know. It's it's who knew? And the, the light, way... the lighting is all natural. So we I got say up,
0: the light. We is... got
2: up for sunrise to stroll through the fields, and it looks like you got some massive film lights. So it was very. I, I, I'm
0: absolutely gobsmacked. <laughs> I bet every cameraman in the country will be going, oh no. <laughs> I'm gonna be out of business. Because <laughs> it yeah. does. I thought you had some huge crew there. Yes. Amazing. And I love the opening shot with all you in the black dresses and it's yeah. fabulous. It's yeah, absolutely gorgeous. So has that come out? Has, has that been released? The video that, last last week. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah. Also, this is all very, very new. Yeah. Yes, How the exciting. album's not, not out until July twenty second. Yeah. July 22nd. Okay. Yeah. So this is the first album since when? 2019
1: we had one out. Uh Uh-huh. But prior to that, we hadn't had anything out for about 10 years, which is – The times have changed because now you can actually self-release which is really different to back in the day when it cost a fortune to um, you know make an album but now it's, it's so much easier which I guess is you know with the internet and everything and kind of social media that's a different way of advertising stuff so you reach more people. I guess we were around at the beginning of MTV so we were very lucky because we were sort of beamed into people's living rooms all over the world so that was a great thing for us, but that's less important now and it's it's more it's all social media, isn't it? I
0: say it's a total well, I, I don't even understand it all in because it's changed so much. But you first kind of launched what, in the big early eighties? Yes, Yes, late 80s, 82. Okay, so that was. And when did MTV start? About 82. Oh, 81, 82. That was lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Stroke of luck on our part. (laughs) And uh, I mean, I was it you, Sarah, who went to the London School of Fashion and studied fashion. Yeah, but you did journalism. Yes. You can do journalism at the London School of Fashion? Yeah. yeah. How interesting. It it
1: had, you know, it's part of St. Martin's and all those uh, University of the Arts now, but when when I went in 80, 81, it was, uh, I did a journalism course.
0: How interesting. Um, So you didn't do fashion or design, you did Well, it
1: had a a sort of fashion tilt to it, but I, I... it was supposed to be a lot of hard news journalism, but um it was only a year's course. And at that point we started making friends from going to clubs and we met Paul Cook from he was in the mm-hmm. Pistols formerly. And so we we had this interest in music, so we kind of had an idea of the band while I was there. And then as luck would have it, Paul helped us record a demo and um Funboy Three bought it and it was it just went from there. So it wasn't really a planned career, but it's it's how we ended up.
0: But don't you think often that's the best way for things to happen. Yeah. It's like yeah, what so. happened to me. I mean, I certainly didn't plan what happened to me and I was as in, much in shock as the rest of the world. <laughs> but, but in a way, it's it's better because if you're trying so hard and it doesn't happen, whereas if it happens another naturally... It's 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 much more bet it's much better for your soul, number one. Yeah, you
2: don't have to deal with your sort of ambitions being yeah. thwarted if you've never yeah. planned them in the first place. That's right. Because mean-
0: I've i met a few people over the years who have been incredibly ambitious and it hasn't actually no. cracked they haven't cracked it. And yeah, it's and it's, it's devastating, is It's isn't it? devastating. It's yeah. really, really it's but a I think that situation. Was our sort of- I think you could see the, our
1: joy of everything because we, we, one minute Karen and I were at school as, you know, teenagers, left home and, and then we were on top of the Pops and that was... I mean, we were, we were absolutely rubbish. We were us terrible. <laughs> I'm I'm
0: sure hiding behind we our head. Oh, we were. Oh, we were. <laughs> we were we,
2: because... Yeah, we we we're just so wooden, and I mean, if the camera came on us, we'd kind of look at each other and it's like, "What do I do now?"
0: It was. And was it in the day then when you had to sing live on top of the pops, or could no, you not like in the eighties? No, ah, because I I did a couple of sing singles in the yes. early seventies. Yeah. It actually, it was really unfair because they didn't have the sound balance. No, no exactly. No good on top of exactly. the box. But if you were a band, you were allowed to lip sync. But if you were a solo singer, you oh, had to really? sing live. Yeah, oh, And it was, a, it was a big argument that used to go back and forth because yes. there was no yeah. way. And they would get the BBC orchestra to, to record your backing track. So it wasn't even your own But ba- I mean, it was – Oh, my God. It was – Pretty dire, actually. I'll
1: have to look out for that.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna go and Google it. <laughs> so you got you met at school, did you?
1: Yes. Yeah, we've been, we've known each other since we were tiny Aww. and have been through the whole, you know, school together, all the adventures, leaving home, and then starting the group, which is is quite unusual i guess to have been best friends all your life and then actually work together as well so that's
0: lovely well it can it could be disaster but but.
2: (laughs) it is i mean you know we we don't really do the falling out thing and we we've just always gotten so well and we hugely make a point of you know enjoying what we do uh, even though you take it serious we still laugh a lot and Good, you know yeah. the, the thought that I could have I wouldn't have been able to do it with anyone else and It's 40 years in Bananarama as well as the history we had at school so it is quite an extraordinary life we've shared together and no one else can really get it because they haven't done it you know so we've got the shared history and the shared yeah, present whereabouts,
0: day. Was it London that you went to school? No, we were, no. we were
1: from Bristol originally. Oh but, you're
0: from Bristol? yeah yeah. Bristol's lovely, isn't it? It is yes, lovely. It really is. I mean, I've only
1: been there, but I I don't really know. Yeah. It, but I, it looks... I think it's the most moved to city now when people Apparently, are moving yeah. out of London, yeah. Yeah, it, yeah it's very very nice. Yeah.
0: But you wouldn't want to
2: live there again. Oh, I spend quite a bit of time time there. Do you? With, oh, cuz you've got yeah, a family. Well, yeah. Um I've got a place there, so I I do spend a bit of time there. So
0: Sarah, you were doing a journalism course. What were you planning to do? Well,
2: I phoned up the BBC. I applied to the BBC for a job thinking I quite fancy getting into television and they put me in the pensions department. <laughs> 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 Which was, wasn't, a really I, wasn't really what I had in mind. But I, had, <laughs> I had quite good maths grades. So uh, more for me for being... Bright at maths,
1: I you suppose. You never did any work, did you? Because we, no we were teenagers, and we would go out every single night because we lived in the West End. We exactly. were in the opposite, the British Museum, so we're out every night. And then Karen would go into work and just sleep under the desk.
0: Oh,
2: that's so. <laughs> I, was, oh, I was
1: shocking. They took me off flexi time because I owed so many
2: hours. <laughs> <laughs> it was. <laughs> Um, But it was brilliant because after a night out, I had a BBC card and the Broadcasting House Canteen was open 24 hours and we used to go in and have a massive fry up at four in the morning to soak up the booze. And then they stopped me from doing it. They said that wasn't really what it was
0: for. So, what period is this? What seventies, eighties? No, eighties. Uh, so this is before recorded anything. Yeah. So when did you actually
1: start singing together? We actually um, we moved into Denmark Street above the former Sex Pistols rehearsal room because we didn't have anywhere to stay at that point. So we were there for about six months, and Denmark Street in is really well known for like its studios. Everyone from Jimi Hendrix, That's Elton right. John, John Lennon—they've all. Recorded there. So there were bands in the studio, and Karen and I used to go and do backing vocals. So I think that's where we got the sort oh, of flavor okay. for it. And then because we knew Paul Cook, um, the drummer of the Pistols. He said, Why don't you get a group together and I'll I'll help do a demo. So we, we um enlisted Siobhan as well and um, And was
0: she a friend?
1: Yes, Siobhan went to the London College of Fashion as well. That's where I met her. Okay. Yeah. So that we made this demo and then friends of friends had people who worked in, in the industry and said, Okay, we'll put this out on Demon Records and then um Terry Hall from the Fun Boy Three bought it and asked if we'd sing on their album. At which point we're absolutely terrified because we thought, "But we're not, we're not proper singers. What does he <laughs> think we're session singers?" And you know, it was quite terrifying, but hilarious in the end. And he's as shy as we were at that point. So, but it, um, our first ever trip was to like Holland with them, and Karen and I had never been on a plane before, so we were just, oh, it like, must have been so squealing exc- with
0: eyes. excitement. Also, yeah. don't you think yeah. when you're that young, yeah. You're much brave. I mean, I think I I was much braver when I was 17, 18 than I am now. I think you're much more cautious as you get older. Absolutely. Absolutely. Whereas when you're that young, everything's an adventure and everything. uh, I
2: mean, now we absolutely loathe flying, but it was hugely exciting at the time. Exactly. We both get terrified now. Oh, so
0: do I. Isn't that interesting? I was thinking thinking on going, I, I, I did a podcast with Paul McKenna and he does a, a, a course okay. to get you out of front flying. And I actually said, oh, I'm going to come back to you when we're off air. Because if it works, because I really hate it.
1: Yeah. I, th- I think it's because we've all flown so much that you have experienced the electric storm, the yeah. overshooting, the runway, the sort of <laughs> plane tipping to the side. So you know you know what can happen. And um, <laughs> it's
0: absolutely terrifying now. It's awful. But, and also it's weird. I haven't travelled since covid started no and yeah we're actually going off in july just for a little holiday yeah and that'll be the first time out of the country and it i feel a bit kind of peculiar about it really <laughs> have you flown since
1: just just to do that that, that video in um but oh. well, that was it and it was quite nice not having to go to you know all the way to australia because that's like such a long flight I mean, anything yeah. anything could go wrong i flew a couple of times i went skiing in at the beginning of the year as well, and
2: I was terrified because I flew into Innsbruck, which is an in, a, a place I've been to loads of times, and you know if there's a headwind, you barely look like you're going to get over the mountains. Ah! I'm not so, going to
0: Innsbruck then.
2: No, don't. <laughs> I mean, do, but don't. <laughs> not if you hate taking off in the in the mountains. Uh, yeah, no,
0: that's uh, it's horrifying. like cl- Should we change the subject? I'm getting... Yes. This. Yeah. <laughs> <about flying. laughs> No, I, I do, but it's it, but I, I did think maybe taking that course might be a good idea. I think it'll be a yeah. really good thing. He to do. said, I, do. I mean, he helps people to stop I mean, I don't I don't know whether he does it uh on a general level anymore, but I'm sure if I called him he could maybe hypnotize me into being delighted would, to
1: fun yeah, that would be fantastic.
2: <laughs> maybe we should all go together.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. We can
2: all go we can have together. Have a group therapy session. <laughs>
0: So your first big hit was "Ain't, Ain't What You Do," right? With yeah. the yeah. yeah. It was huge. I, I mean, I really remember. What what year was that? Eighty-two. 82 yeah, because yeah. I went to New York in eighty-three to do a Broadway show, but I was here in eighty-two, and I remember it was, enor- it was enormous. It really was. It was the first time we'd ever done a video as well, and
1: the. the, the the makeup artist just gave us all the same um, look. We all had bright pink cheeks, like little dolls, and we had no confidence at all in the video. It was very, very poor. Very poor. <laughs> poor. poor, poor. <laughs> Again, we learnt as we went along. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We learnt as we went along. There was just no stage school presence at all.
0: <laughs> and did that go straight into the charts, or was it? Like yeah, it was it, top, it, top five. I know it ended up yeah. there, but did it? Was it like? When it was released, was it straight well, we were in? almost
2: immediately on top of the pots and stuff? So it was quite a change. And I mean, Sarah and Siobhan had finished their, their course, and I had stopped my job to give it a whirl. And we were all signing on when we were on top of the pots, and it was just a bit odd because we still had no money. <laughs> I know so it's we, weird, that, not yeah, it? You talk we, to we,
0: so we, many people who've ended up becoming enormous who literally couldn't buy food.
2: No, we took was- a bank loan out to pay ourselves forty pounds a week.
0: Amazing,
2: which was yeah, <laughs> just because you couldn't really sign on when you, when you're on top of the pops because everyone automatically thinks the, you're loaded. You're rich, yeah, you know. Well, don't
0: you think that if if somebody's in the newspapers or on telly or you know on, certainly on top of the pops, they all think you're multi-millionaires? Yes.
2: Yeah. 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 <laughs> but we, I mean, we signed a deal for no advance, and you know, I think along with many other acts in those mm-hmm. days, didn't really know what we were doing. I mean, we got lawyers involved eventually, but I think, you know, that the, the record industry at that point notoriously had bad deals with a lot of people.
0: I know. So, I know. Oh, God, I, I, I've heard stories that make your yeah. toes curl up. <clears throat> deals Because they took very young, hungry, vulnerable, excited people who were so... Yeah. Pleased to be recognized and be yeah. given the chance. Yeah. They literally sign anything. Yeah. And, you know, I've I, friends who had written and performed amazing songs that are still huge hits and they'd written all yeah. their rights away. Yes. I think that happens and a lot. And then have to fight for years and years and years. Did that happen to you? No, fortunately, the publishing, well, they
1: always own the actual masters of the songs. But with publishing, we signed a publishing deal. But initially, we were offered such a small amount and we'd had a few hits. And Siobhan had the presence of mind because she'd worked at a record company prior to going back to college. She said, oh, I think we can get a lot more. So we waited, you know, a, a couple of months later and we'd had another hit. We got an absolute fortune. I mean, it was just ridiculous how much we were going to sign for. Because Karen and I were like, "Great, five grand!" (laughs) You know, when you've been, you've had no money. I know. Well, that was a
0: year's
2: wages for me when I worked at the BBC. Absolutely, no,
0: I know. But that—that's what's so cruel in a way because the executives, you know, know. take advantage of this because they know that you're young and that you're probably hungry and that you're broke. Did you have that at all? Um, in the modeling days. Yeah, I mean, I was so. I mean, I was sixteen. I know. Yeah. Did you have I, I, an agent or a manager? I had a, a manager because my dad, quite rightly, who was a very um smart northern gentleman. Yeah, lovely. I love my dad. Was brilliant. Yeah, and very you. down to earth and grounded. Yeah, and I had to get permission to leave school when the because it literally happened overnight. Where did they see you? Where did they find you? I'd had my haircut in a salon right just for the haircut and he put it on the wall and a journalist saw it wow and I'd wow, already amazing. was doing that makeup at weekends yeah, yeah. so um because we that didn't have so, I mean I wasn't yeah. a model I was a school girl yeah and she saw the picture and said I love the haircut who's the girl and that's incredible It's isn't it? amazing isn't it and the hairdresser Leonard said oh she's a school girl and her nickname is Twiggy cuz she's so skinny <laughs> and she said I want to meet her and so it kind of within a month she'd written a piece saying, I named this girl the face of 66 and wow. so it just went stupid really but then I had to get permission to leave school and all that I mean so it, you know and I I was so green and so and also this is although people think of the 60s as being free and everyone love and Pete, i mean it was I was very, when I think of 16 year olds today, who's, you know, I meet 16 year old girls and they seem so grown up. I was really. That's what we always say. We always say that. We were like
1: such children. I know.
0: Really naive kids, we were really. And so, you know, so yeah, I got ripped off, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but, you know, you, you survive. And you get get wise and then you get hopefully people who can help you deal with all that. But in the beginning, it is tough and it's, you know, and I always try to advise young people to get, you know, good people on their side as early as they can, really.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's very difficult. Yeah, we found our lawyer after the initial year and he's still with us to this day.
0: Oh, that's interesting. Well, that's very it's all. nice. It's very, very
1: protective over yeah.
0: us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to hear it. So with this new album, are you going to go on tour? We
1: are doing loads and loads of festivals. Um, oh, lovely. We're playing two album launch shows at the Lafayette in uh, King's Cross, which oh, we're great. really looking forward When's to. When's that? Yeah. That's August the 3rd and 4th, I think. Yeah. Okay, lovely. But they're like intimate shows because we do like, well, well last time we did a QA and a which was just hilarious with just fans asking us stuff. So we just sat there for about 45 minutes chatting. And then we do the new album and some hits. And it's just a really nice evening. So we're really looking forward to that.
0: And that, that'll that be the two of you and a backing band, yeah? Yeah, yeah just yeah. us
2: and our boys. Um,
0: yeah. But we've got, What's the next one we've got? I think is Kew, Kew Gardens, Gardens, which
2: has been put ooh. off for two years. It, two years in the waiting because of COVID and cancellations. Do
0: they so. do live concerts there? I didn't realise. Yeah. That. Oh, how lovely. So in a, the own. most
1: beautiful setting. Yeah. So, really excited. Is, about do they that. do
0: it inside one of the um, glass houses? Oh, you don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Kew is
1: absolutely gorgeous. I wonder
2: where they do it. Or maybe it's out.
0: Maybe it's outside. Well,
2: we did a Kenwood House last week, and oh, that's absolutely. Uh, so they set up a massive stage, and it was great because they had hay bales for everyone to sit on, <laughs> and um, oh, this vast industry. area. Yeah. it was it was amazing.
0: So, so when you started out, and the, there were three of you, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Siobhan left after what three, four years.
1: Yeah. At the beginning of 1988, she left. She met Dave Stewart, got married, had a baby and moved to L.A. So it was oh. kind of <laughs> the end of yeah, the end of
0: was the drama. Was that traumatic for you girls? Or It was a really
1: horrible time, really, because our friendship was sort of disintegrating because mm-hmm. we were going different ways. And um, yeah. nobody said anything and then just one day she told our manager she was leaving and so there was a certain kind of we were angry and we were sad and it was the end of a chapter Mm. and that whole thing where we'd started writing songs together in our council flat with those happy days traveling that was kind of over but then um, we decided because we were at the height of our fame at that point we decided to do a World I
0: say you were huge. I mean, I, I do re- remember it so well. I mean, you were absolutely huge, yeah. So it must have been a bit of a kind of punch to the stomach. <laughs> it was, it did. Well, it did.
2: You sort of, you have to make those decisions. What are you going to do? And for us, I think it we thought it might be quite natural to carry on with the two of us. And people around said, Oh, you've got to have you know, but people think of you as three. And we did actually get another friend in because we weren't about to audition um jackie for uh-huh. a couple of years and i she was everyone just sort of always treated her like the new girl i mean she could have still been here now and she would have still been the new girl in some ways so it's a bit of a, a sort of losing battle and since well for 30 years we've, we've been a duo that's amazing and it just works really well
0: i mean your longevity is is extraordinary actually and aren't you in the guinness book of records of selling yeah, most, i think yeah. so
1: yeah most most charted hits from any female
0: bands yeah that's yeah. amazing yeah isn't it I mean I'm not surprised but it's lovely lovely thing to be in so we did a, a book a cup in the first lockdown
2: we just signed a publishing deal the day before lockdown happened so there was a lot of reflecting and and writing during that time and it was only really when I was looking back that I felt quite proud of what we'd achieved I'd never really thought of it you know in those terms So it is quite something to have done what we've done.
0: Yeah, I think it is amazing. Was the industry, was it harder for women in the 80s in that? Because, I mean, I I went in and out of kind of the industry, but I was doing lots of different other things, you know. But um, so I touched on it, but I came in kind of from left field and I was already very well known. So was it tougher, do you think, for women then? Yes, think, but it think, is now. Yeah, I think women are sort
1: of perceived, were perceived in a certain way. And it was like, we grew up with 80, uh, 70s and 80s TV where the woman was always just the dolly bird. Yeah. she didn't have much to say, or they didn't have the main roles. Um, so kind of because there were three of us and we wrote our own music, I think there was there was the fight in us. But I still think some people would have perceived us as oh, just, you know, sweet, pretty little girls. Well, they you, won't are, laugh you, long. you
0: were and still are very attractive women but you were absolutely, you were absolutely gorgeous the three of you so I can see how that it's funny yeah. in, the, in this country that thing about I've suffered from it as well it doesn't have yeah. as much about if you're pretty you must be a bit thick and stupid yes. yeah yeah exactly absolutely.
1: yeah did you did you I, I just think that you're not afforded respect as a male band that has a guitar and you know they're all together you know they just don't give you that much respect and then when we questioned stuff or said we didn't want to do stuff oh,
2: difficult um, we were difficult of course as opposed to if we'd been a male band it would have been oh god they're so rock and roll you know we were we were just (laughs) called difficult and awkward it's true yeah because you know we were very determined to do it our own way and I well, don't think you. people expect. And you us. did,
0: you did. Do oh, we it, did. Yeah. And
2: finally, after forty years, we have complete control over absolutely
0: everything. <laughs> so, but you know, that's how it should be. But but is that also because the industry's changed a lot and the people running it? And also, as you said, Sarah, it's a different way of approaching yeah. things now. Yeah, you, you do it have yourself, to try. right? Yeah.
1: Absolutely, the old DIY, and we kind of started with that DIY thing, kind of writing our songs in our bedrooms and things. And it's kind of continued, and, and now we can actually release our own stuff. We can record our own stuff, release it, and own it. And that's the best. So, thing. do, do you it. have your own recording studio, or do you just go? We into have a it? really good friend that we record and write with, Ian okay. Masterson. So oh, yeah. it works really well.
0: He did the new album, yeah. Yes, he yeah. Did. We've been working
2: yeah. with him for quite a long time now. He's got a studio him set up in just in his house. So we just go and hang out and see oh, what happens. Light songs yeah. and we have the best working relationship with him and friendship. So yeah, it doesn't really seem like work.
0: <laughs> so do you do you write together or do you write separately? Like are you in court Karen in Cornwall and Sarah oh, in London and then know, come it, together? It does vary,
1: but I think I, I mean I like to write the lyrics usually on my own, but there are times when we write stuff together. And then we take it to the studio and kind of flesh it out there. Yeah. And I think yeah. that, that's, we love song, you know, vocal arrangement and arranging the track. Mm, that's lovely. That, yeah. I mean, it's just the most enjoyable for me. It's the most enjoyable part on, of the job. on
2: this album, we've recorded, Sarah wrote three songs with her daughter, who's an artist in her own right. And she's so fantastic that we've recorded two of oh, Sarah, Sarah's daughter's songs as well.
0: It's, she's grown up, obviously. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. yeah. But she's, I mean, she's been writing and singing songs since she was about 10.
0: Aww. And she, and
2: she's funded her whole career. And
1: Amazing. What's her name? Alice D is her stage name. Fabulous. Yeah. Oh, I
0: shall look her up. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that must be lovely, writing with your daughter.
1: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't something planned. As Karen said, we were in lockdown, so she was in Cornwall and Alice was in my bubble. So we just kind of tried a couple of songs because we get... Ian to write lots of just backing tracks and then we do the top line and lyrics. So we just thought might work, might not, and then uh, three of them worked out really well. So yeah, really good. Yeah.
0: And the kind of genre you started in, which is—is is it? Do you classify it as—is it euro pop or how or, or dance electro dance? I mean, I I'm not very good at c- categorizing. I
2: mean, I think I think this album's
0: quite electro
2: pop i mean we've done various things and we've used you know the last album was a bit more mixed because we were doing lots of live work with the band and we did that but because of lockdown it was just us and ian on his keyboards um, in the studio and i think that this album is almost back to our roots and we love pop music and we love dance music so I think it sort of mixes the two quite well.
0: I say your tracks must be huge in in dance clubs Hopefully. around the world. <laughs> yes. They must be because yeah. when you put them on, you immediately kind of want to get up and dance, don't you? Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. That, I think that's why our, our live set works so well is because it's that real party kind of atmosphere people know the songs but they're very up-tempo and they make you feel good they're happy and uh, they do yeah and they make yeah. you
0: want to dance don't they yeah <laughs> yeah
1: and you never really tire of doing them because of the
2: feedback you get from the audience I mean there's nothing better than seeing you know 10,000 people with their hands in the air singing your songs back at you you know it's yeah. it's absolutely brilliant it
0: must be amazing that yeah that they know all the lyrics I know I was, yeah. we were watching Glastonbury this weekend, and it was so funny. Here, you could hear hear the crowd more than you could hear. I think I was oh, yeah. watching. We were watching Diana Ross, and you could hear the crowd more than you could hear her because they were all <laughs> singing at the top of their voices. It must be amazing. And there was um as an artist called Lord, who's huge,
1: and she did um "Cruel Summer," which is you know one of our biggest hits. So she did a a, a version of that, which was really great. Really oh, sweet, that must sweet. be really yeah. Did yeah, you did yeah. she
0: approach you or did she just do no, it? No, no, she just
1: did it. Um, she's been doing festivals obviously this year, and somebody had pointed it out. She's doing Cruel Summer live, so I tuned in to check it out on um see if she did it at Glastonbury, and she did. Oh, it's she great. did.
0: Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. Yeah, that's so lovely. Do you have a favourite of your big hits, like Really Saying Something or Loving the First? Two g- I mean, have you got a favourite or? I mean, there's so many of them.
1: Yeah. I mean, one you probably may not know, but it's called Look on the Floor. That's probably my favourite. That's from sort of 2000 period. But I think Cruel Summer has a real place in my heart because it was the first hit in America was top 10. And Ooh. we were just, we couldn't believe it. We're sitting this side of the ocean and it's like you've gone top 10. It's like, what? We're, I don't know, 22. It's
0: like to break America is... It's huge I mean it's one thing to be big here and that's fabulous and lots of people do that but not that many cross over to the states
1: no and I mean going there for the first time was you you step off the plane you're in New York you come over that bridge you see the skyline and we were just squealing with joy
0: (laughs) (laughs) I, I still I mean I've I've lived in New York over the years for various reasons but I still get that that goosebumps when you coming yeah. from the airport and you see yeah. the skyline yes. yeah Absolutely. it's one of those places
2: isn't it it is yeah. incredible yeah. lovely it's the
0: only other place I could live I think yeah me too I like LA but I don't think I could live there it's too no. spread out nice too to visit rare. yeah yeah but New York well I have lived there I lived there for a couple of years but How exciting. Um, yeah. it's a very exciting city and you can get out very quickly and you're on long island or yeah, upstate yeah. new york and yeah. in the countryside it's lovely. Yeah, did you live in LA? I thought you lived I in did. LA. I did. Well. Yeah, oh, I lived okay. in we I've lived there twice. I lived there in the uh, very early 70s. Was that for modeling or, or No, acting? I I am trying to think why we went there and I think it was a project we were doing. I can't remember now. And I was married to an american then. Okay. Um, and that's my my daughter's father. Yeah. And then we came back because we both got a a gig in England. So I lived there in the early 70s. And and then Carly, my daughter, started school, so I wanted her to stay kind of in school here for a bit. And then we lived in L.A. in the 90s. I did a sitcom for a couple of years, which was huge fun. And, yeah, um, and we had a great time and the family moved out there. That's the hardest thing is juggling. I mean, you, Sarah, you have a, a daughter, yeah? yeah? Just one? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. do you have children, Karen? But Tom, lovely Tom. How old yeah. is he? 35. <laughs> oh, that's right. You said, I can't believe it. You look far too young to have a 35. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, my daughter's about to be 44 this year. So. Yeah,
2: then right back at you. look far <laughs> too young to have a 44-year-old.
0: But um, And she's my best friend.
1: There's no doubt. Yeah, Alice is mine too. Yeah. She's uh, 30, she just turned 30, yeah.
0: Uh, girls, did you say girls are different? Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I have the most
2: fabulous relationship with Tom, but... He was down here a couple of weeks ago visiting, and I don't think I've spoken to him since.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> doesn't work
2: like that with me. Yeah,
0: Car- Carly yeah. and I speak every day. I think your yeah. right. girls are different. Yeah. What's that old saying? Uh, a daughter, a daughter's a daughter, a daughter for life. A son is your son until he takes a wife. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it isn't does it? It, it, not that you lose them, but the dynamics change. Well, I mean, that's I an he's,
2: old... he's actually proposed recently, so he is oh. getting married, and she. We get on like a house on fire. I oh, speak good. to her, well, you I want speak to get door a... than him, yeah. Well, that's true,
0: <laughs> and he'll probably just say, Oh, because women love chatting, <laughs> <laughs> <Don't we? laughs> which is true. I yeah. wonder why. <laughs> <In Boston. laughs> no, because I'm and I've got two elder sisters, and we talk, yeah, twice a week. That's, that's true, I've got a
1: younger sister who I talk to all the time and then I've got a brother who I probably don't speak yeah. to on the phone.
0: It's it's a different dynamic, isn't it? It doesn't mean that the love is not there, it's just a different different way of kind yeah, of... making feel making me
2: feel very sad for myself now that I don't have a daughter. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of have a surrogate daughter. Um, Alice. No, well, two, I've got Alice and I've got my cousin's daughter, Sarah, who has spent most of the last 10 years living with me, so...
0: Oh, well, there and you go. I kind
2: of have a daughter, two
1: daughters.
0: <laughs> How did you cope through d- through lockdown and all that? Well, all I right?
1: think we're quite fortunate, aren't we, really? Because our work, we do work from home until we go out and do perform. So we couldn't do that, which was horrible. But then, as Karen has well, mentioned, we, we, we wrote the book. We wrote the book in the first lockdown. The book came out when? 2020, 21. Yeah. yeah. And then okay. the, the album this year. So,
2: But, I mean, I felt... Because that was what we were doing anyway. And I was in Cornwall and it was sunny every day. And I have to say, there were points where I felt (laughs) quite blessed that I had that breathing space from travelling and, you know, just to be at home. Um, I quite enjoyed it, to be honest, but I realise I'm in a fortunate position, up to a lot of people.
0: Well, I feel the same because we, we just exchanged on a house in Sussex as lockdown happened and if you'd exchanged you were allowed to complete because if you hadn't Whoa. exchanged they said you can't carry oh, on because wow. they, they stopped you viewing houses and everything yeah so we met ma- we we completed so right in the middle of lockdown we were able to move in although we didn't have any furniture because it was all in lock in storage space and they were in lockdown yeah so we camped out in an empty house, which was quite fun actually, we that took excited. There were a couple of single beds on on a some kids' beds that we put on the floor. And oh we my took, god, <laughs> that's actually quite. It was hysterical, Excellent, isn't it? How to, long could you not have furniture for? How long was it locked up uh, for? Well, we were down there when we first got it for about four to five days, and then we came back up to London. Oh right, okay. Um, until the storage place opened, but then we were able to be down there, and we felt so. Yeah. Blessed, really, because we had a garden, and you know, and you suddenly thought of these poor people in, you know, single flats. we not allowed adults. out at all. Yeah, I, I know. know, and it did make make you feel blessed, but uh, yeah, just very, very sad. And and then with everything happening, with how it got worse and worse and worse, I, I think it was. I mean, I was in the certain the age group that you know, you suddenly thought, oh my god, you know. This is, <laughs> yeah. I
1: mean, I couldn't see my mum, and that was really for oh, like a year. Yeah. And that, that's yeah. the most horrible,
0: horrendous. Thing yeah. It well, really my is- mum my and dad weren't with us anymore, but I couldn't yeah. see my daughter or my grandkids. And yeah, that for awful. me was the hardest. Yeah. But, you know, we were safe. And it's amazing. It, it kind of made you, because obviously we had projects that kind of fell apart because we couldn't go anywhere or do anything. Exactly. Yeah. But it actually made you, I, we were lucky because we had each other, my husband and I, and we luckily get on very well. So, yeah, um, it was quite nice to have that space, yeah, time and, together, and think about. I think it made people kind of reassess what they want and
2: completely. Don't, don't you yeah. think? Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: yeah.
2: Who you who you want in your life? Who you don't? You know, I think that there was a there was a lot of thinking went on. And then of course you have this marvellous invention where you can have stuff on screen instead of driving to London for a meeting.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> which, well, it's cha- it's changed which I've ever- always done. Yeah. You know, exactly. six hundred mile round trip to have a meeting. And I can't believe that I did that on so I many know. occasions.
0: But but before COVID they would they you know, they wouldn't even dream of you not coming to a meeting, no, I know. would they? No, We did all the TVs for the promo. We did This
1: Morning, Loose Swim. We did it all on Zoom. I know. (laughs) It was brilliant.
0: It's absolutely brilliant. I know when I launched the podcast, I went on various shows and we did it all like this. It was brilliant. All in my sitting room. Yeah, the great thing was you didn't
1: have to try and find an outfit to wear. (laughs)
0: There they are. Just the top (laughs) half. Exactly. Yeah. I'm only just coming out of my tracksuits now, actually. I'm afraid it's I've got, so, got mine on today. So have I. <laughs> oh, well, I've got, I've got kind of summer trousers on, but it's so... my
1: slippers. Oh, and a
0: slipper. Sarah's just shown me some very nice spotty slippers. <laughs> <laughs> and did I read in your bio that you, you lived in Sweden for a bit and recorded an album? Yeah. Yeah, we recorded
1: an album out there. It kind of was over a period of about eight months. So we went in the spring and the summer and oh, the winter. How... So we.
0: Was this in Stockholm? Yeah, yeah. I absolutely oh. loved it
1: because their studio, Merlin, was was in like a, a wooded sort of forest. So you. And it was snowing and uh, oh. then it was well, beautiful it was, sun and it was just great. I
2: think it was a, a, a grand sort of house where the king used to keep his mis- mistress or yeah, something, wasn't it? it. Oh, how yeah, wonderful. And it was yeah. by a lake, which. How Swedish. <laughs> everyone was, you know, you went in the winter and everyone was ice skating on it, and you went in the summer and everyone was swimming in it. It was just the most gorgeous setting. I loved it out there. Yeah. It
0: is a, the most amazing country, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know it well. I've only been to Stockholm, but. Well, you two could both pass for Swedish, couldn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true. Mind you, mine's out of a bottle. So. That's So Masquerade's out now. Yeah. And you're going to start mini-touring, not... Yeah. Will you go over to the States? I think,
1: well, we'd like to because they're, they're always asking us to go out there. And it's great because we can just go out and do like a couple of, of shows for mm-hmm. the for the fans and things. And, um, yeah, it's just nice to get out there. In Australia, they're always asking us to go out there. So we're still, you know, really thrilled to be able to just keep touring. And
0: I'd say, yeah, go to Australia <laughs> in our winter. Yeah, As you said, Karen, it's, it's, Australia is oh, wonderful, but it's such a blooming flight. long trek to get there. We yeah. seem to
2: be the only people who never sleep.
1: Yeah. Everyone's asleep, apart from <laughs> us. <laughs> what even blue. when we take a sleeping
0: pill, it doesn't work. Doesn't Isn't it? I- no, it must be the anxiety. That's the only time that's the only time I've ever taken a sleeping pill. Because yeah, I, I I can sleep anywhere. Oh, can I'm you? a good sleeper, but on a plane I don't. No. So somebody neither. said, Well, take these. And I was a bit oh, I don't like taking pills, but I yeah. took and actually it did work. Yeah, it didn't work for us, did it? Oh. No, well,
1: that was <laughs> it was a turbulence.
0: It was, a turbulent oh, turbulent.
1: Yeah. it was a
2: very turbulent flight that last time, We're back
1: morning.
0: on scary <laughs> yes, let's
1: again. stop
2: because
0: you're <laughs> going. We're just freaking you out before your holiday. I know. <laughs> I'll have to call Paul McKenna up. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I, I wish you really well with the, with Masquerade. It's fabulous. And Thank I you so much. I advise everyone thanks. to, you know, check out the video because it's gorgeous. And those frocks, the green yes. and red frocks, where were they from? They're, they're preen. But they were rented. They're absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Alice yeah. sourced them for us,
1: so we have Alice to thank.
2: Sarah's daughter has become a bit of, bit of a stylist for us. She finds stuff and we yeah. can rent them all. and It's, it's fabulous. It, well, it's also and They it's,
0: just worked so beautifully in the video because they, they were very they?
2: floaty and it was gorgeous. Yeah. It's, it's the way to go renting, I think. It's good for absolutely. the environment. Well, it's also
0: yeah. good room. Yeah. I mean, there's a big turnaround in fashion yes exactly or, or recycling your clothes there's all these websites aren't there yeah but well, well, this I is mean, where we really got the stuff from so yeah. that's you know but
2: I've got a couple full of things that I've only worn on stage once and then you think well I'll wear that again and then everyone's like oh she had that top on last year it's
0: like well yeah again. I think people are becoming more accepting yes. of wearing things because in 30 years ago, it was like, oh, you've got the same dress on. But I now know. I think you are applauded for wearing yes. the same dress. Oh, I've got things in my wardrobe. Oh, my God, I've got things in my wardrobe from probably 40, 50 years ago. Amazing. Well, I've got all the old Vivian Westwood stuff, and it's like I'm not going to throw it. I probably won't wear it, but I'm not going to throw it away. No. Well, I can't get into my early stuff, needless to say.
1: <laughs> and, well, that's the other thing, Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Again, we're all in the same boat. There, <laughs> it's close, but not quite. Yes. <laughs> well, it's lovely to meet you both. And, and you, you. we on 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 video, but um, and I wish you well with Masquerade. Thank, Thank you very much. And maybe our paths will cross one day. Yeah. I hope so. Have I a lovely learning. holiday. Thank yeah. you. If if we get there with all the strikes, you the, oh, I know. Don't we've got yeah.
2: flights booked for work, and we're just thinking. Are they going to happen? Yeah, I know.
0: Who well, knows? You can't lay awake worrying about it. No. no. It'll either happen or it won't, won't it? I'll swim across. <laughs> 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 anyway, thank you very much for coming on my podcast. Lovely to meet you. Oh, thank you, Triggy. Yeah. Well, thanks
1: for having us. It's been lovely.
0: Ah, oh, what charming, lovely ladies they are. It was fabulous to chat to them. And please look out for where they're performing. They're all over the place at the end of the summer and the autumn. And grab some tickets and also do get the album Masquerade. It's fabulous. I got an advanced copy, so I've been playing it a lot. And it really gets you up and bopping. It's a brilliant album. Well done. Talk to you soon. Bye. If this is your first time listening to Tea with Twiggy, please do remember to tell your friends. You can also subscribe for free on your podcast app and listen to all my previous guests. If you want to connect with me, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at Twiggy or you can find me on Instagram at Twiggy Lawson. My thanks go to all the people that have helped this podcast happen. Many thanks to James Carroll and all the team at North Bank Talent Management. Thanks to all the team at Stripped Media, including Ben Williams, who edits the show, my producer, Kobe Omanaka, and executive producers, Tom Wally and Dave Corkery. The music you can hear now is my version of Waterloo Sunset by The Kinks. If you'd like to hear the whole song, you can find it and all the other songs I've recorded on iTunes and Spotify. So check it out. I look forward to you joining me for my next episode. So see you then. Bye.
1: You just heard a Stripped Media Production.